Blog Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Liquid Media Group LTD is a business solutions company empowering independent IP creators. Liquid's end-to-end solution will enable professional video, film TV, and video game creation, packaging, financing, delivery, and monetization, empowering IP creators to take their professional content from inception through the entire process to monetization. Liquid Media is a publicly traded company on NASDAQ under the stock symbol Y-V-R. Ronald W. Thompson is the CEO of Liquid Media Group, NASDAQ YVR. He's a transformative thinker who has proven time and again his ability to lead companies to sustainable growth. Ronald has a legacy of experience in securing capital for companies in the global media, entertainment, and technology communities. And Carol, I understand Liquid Media has announced plans to acquire companies to expand their ability to take professional content from inception through the monetization. Yes, Claire, and that's exactly what we want Ron to tell us about today. So thank you for joining us, Ron. Well, thank you, Carol and Claire, and it's great to uh, hear your voices and uh, very excited to talk about Liquid Media and what we're, what we're up to. We're a busy company on the move, and uh, we're building a really big and exciting business right now, and so it's exciting to share uh, all the, uh, some of that excitement with uh, people in the film and, and, and television industry. Well, great, because it looks to me like Liquid Media set up to do the things that most filmmakers want. Your company offers tools uh, to creators for packaging, financing, delivery, and monetization, and that's exactly what we want to know. We want to learn how this works, so give us an overview of your company, please. Certainly. Well, really what we've put together is a four-stage business that essentially is an uh, end-to-end solution for content, video content creators uh, to help them with the, right from the inception of their, uh, of their content to help them better package it uh, using big data analytics and um, uh, a more of a statistical uh, and technology-based approach to evaluating how they package uh, their, their films or their TV series to ensure that they're successful. And then we assist them with the uh, financing uh, of that content, the delivery and, and pr- you know, final production of that content, and to the monetization of that content so that they can, they can be successful and they can do it again and again as a business. And so essentially what, we're, what we've created is we've taken a step back from what Liquid 
up until that point was, uh, up until about six months ago, was really considered to be a sort of a, a content in the cloud sort of studio. And we've taken back a, a step and said, look, you know, I think we offer an overall solution for our industry to, to rely on for the independent uh, production uh, industry for both film and television to have a help, helping hand, a entire solution to on a business basis help them uh, take their their uh, their content from uh, beginning to end and and do to do it again and again at scale and that's I think that's what's really lacking is a is a reliable uh, dependable solution for for people to who are in the independent world and it's and it's everything from independent production companies uh, from production studios and many majors. Um, and even from, for studios with, with uh, certain of their, of their projects, of their films and series that, that need a particular approach and they need uh, people who have uh, access to, uh, to, to data science and technology um, and to a safe uh, and secure financing mechanism, uh, the ability to, to deliver uh, uh, reliably on budget, on time, and then to be able to use uh, over the top and other technologies and, and platforms to be able to better monetize uh, their programming and their films. And that's really what we've, what we've created. You know, we had looked at, you know, what are sort of the, what is this similar to? And it's, it's, it's really not similar uh, or the same as anything. It, what it is, it's a bespoke solution that we've created in response to a need. And that need in the market is something that I've, as a professional in the industry over the past, I don't want to say how many years, over 30 years, uh, have been uh, increasingly seeing great uh, filmmakers and television producers who find themselves challenged with how do we get sort of that last mile completed you know we're sort of we're 90 percent there or we're 80 percent there and they just but they just don't get there and they need uh they need they need they need they need and the solution is not monochromatic it's it's really an overall solution that gives them 360 degree access to to great science and technology to great uh financing and financing uh methodology to great uh delivery and then great monetization. And that's that's really what we provide at Liquid Media Group. That's amazing because it's perfect for filmmakers. But in an earlier conversation, I heard you mention that the story behind the movie Moneyball is a great way for filmmakers to understand this process. So I looked it up, and it says that the nation's lowest-salaried major baseball league team put together a 20-game winning streak, setting a new American League record in the movie. The team began that same season with 11 losses in a row, and what happened in between is the stuff of Moneyball. They bet against tradition and in favor of numerical analysis. And what the number crunchers demonstrated is that a computer can assemble a team better than human instinct. Now, that's, that's fascinating, and that's really what you're talking about, right? Using monetization of analysis. It is, and I think that the money ball is a great uh, analogy to what we're on, on the in the first uh, stage of our of our four stage business engine. We really look at 
not just what a sort of a tastemaker or a trusted studio executive would say is going to be successful. What we do instead is we say, okay, that, that may all be true. And of course, we're prepared to give one the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, in my world of having to finance and help deliver these, uh, these programs and these films, you really can't be taking any kind of bets. You can't sort of, you know, educa an, an educated guess is one thing. So what we've done instead is we've looked through the industry to say, are there solutions out there? Are there technologies out there? Are there companies out there that have created a sort of a scientific approach uh, using big data and using machine learning and using uh, analytics to better break down whether it's a script, whether it's uh, a financing plan, whether it's the distribution plan, whether it's the P&A uh, plan, all of those things to better create a predictive modeling so that at least we've added some science to the mix. So it's not all about, you know, a trusted sort of taste maker and, and which, which a financing is based on and a production schedule is based, based on and a distribution schedule is based on. But instead, can we actually add some science to this and, and improve our chances of predictively mod modeling how successful and how best to, to, to roll out a film, whether it's on a day-and-date -day release basis, whether, you know, we, whether it's for a streamer, we've got to, <clears throat> what's the best way to do this and to be successful? You know, what's the right cast, for example? What's the mix? Uh, you know, how does that score? And so we've identified companies uh, in the industry that can help us make that happen. And so we have been pursuing those companies, uh, a few of which we found to be potentially quite uh, interesting for, for us at Liquid to work with, and potentially even to acquire at the end of the day. So we'll, we will have to see. But, I, I, you know, our intention uh, now is that uh, that is a fundamental differentiator for Liquid Media Group, that it is using this money ball approach to improve the, uh, the chances of success of our projects and to... to uh, really, uh, really provide a more intelligent uh, or, or data intelligence-based approach to uh, determining how best to package and how best to finance and how best to distribute and monetize these things, as opposed to just simply relying on the, if you like, the old studio system, and and uh, and this is something that's happened to me so many times where I've, you know, I, I get these these scripts uh, brought to, to to my company from, you know, really well uh, well organized and well uh, received producers who who look at us and say, hey, look, we have this fantastic thing and it's starring, you know, whomever, and I look at it and I say, you know, for me. You know, I, I see a lot of scripts and I see a lot of projects. I'm, uh, this is really impressive. But, you know, I'd kind of like if you wouldn't mind, could you have this broken down for me? And, you know, especially if I have to deal with uh, financiers and, and senior lenders and, and banks and, and, uh, and bonding companies, they would kind of like to know that you've really kind of had this thing properly analyzed before they go and put, you know, real money towards com doing completion financing of this or interim financing against tax credits or, or pre-sales or, or, or sales commitments. And so it's really important that we, that we go the extra step and we add this money ball-like approach to ensuring 
the possible success of of these projects and so this, this is part of the the thinking that we've we've uh, instilled in our in our in our own uh four stage business engine wow this is incredible it's all new but it sounds like it could really work to support to support a filmmaker so let's first of all you said that you uh that you can look to see what the score of a cast is. In other words, you put in a cast, and and the analytics will tell you what the score is at from one to a hundred or something like that. We can, we can, and we have identified uh, companies that are have uh, that we have, are partnering that with now that actually can break down the script to identify the elements that are that maybe even need some work and some elements which are strong, and they can understand, you know, how these things may play. Uh, and then they look at you know who's the talent you know who's directing what are the main stars what are the attributes you know if we swap out one and put in another what does that do to to the uh, the viability of the project to how it will be received so it, it looks at nuance and it looks at uh, things which more on a uh, a qualitative basis and then it breaks it down from more of a quantitative basis so that we can really understand what's the right mix and then what's the spend look like and then what's the distribution plan look like what's the best way to distribute to ensure that we have recoupment and that these things generate a, a positive ROI so that you know the producers can can you know pay their bills can generate healthy returns and do it again and again and so that's you know that is what's behind this this thinking Okay. Well, let's go to the script now, because would it analyze a script and would it find the cheapest way to uh, make something happen? In other words, uh, sometimes you can, like, you know, in the script, of the bridge blows up, so you can actually blow up the bridge, or you can have a lot of smoke and things flying through the air and some guy crawling up the side of a bank saying the bridge blew up. How can a computer tell you uh, which one of those will get more attention or will bring in more money in the film? Do you know, I, it, Do you know? It, every project is a little different, and every script is is, is a little different. Our, you know, our com- the companies that we're working with use uh, science, data science. They also uh, have human intervention, so they have actual readers who go through through these things as well to ensure that they can understand certain elements in the script that may be optimized uh, and perhaps, you know, through, as you said, through uh, not necessarily, uh, you know, filming everything, but leaving uh, certain scenes to be interpreted uh, through, uh, you know, through other elements, other, other sort of, I don't want to say tricks, but other approaches, you might be able to accomplish the same results. Uh, at a fraction of the cost, so there are there are those kinds of opportunities uh, that we can uh, we can identify through a combination of the when the script's broken down the uh, the readers' reports and uh, the analysis of those through big data, so we can understand how compelling it is for us to film that scene, for example, or are we able to uh, omit having to do that and instead get the same result. Uh, at a fraction of the cost, and actually, in some ways, it doesn't add a lot to the story to film the thing necessarily blowing up or whatever. It actually might be just as well for us to to be able to to treat it differently. So it's it's um, you know it it just to 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 be clear, the approach is to use data analytics, but not to replace 
you know, human intervention entirely where, you know, we do need to, every script is, is unique and we need to take a, you know, an overall approach and look at it uh, to ensure that we have a, a very, very good read um, and have the options and the opportunities made available to us so that when I sit down and look at something, I have a full report to say, okay, here are some things that have come out of this breakdown. We have a, a, a beautiful analysis. I see here there are a couple opportunities where perhaps you know, we may not need to film, and that cuts out a certain uh, cost element that otherwise would, would make this more difficult to recoup or would take longer to recoup. So this is the kind of stuff that I'd like to have uh, brought to my attention if I'm an executive or a financier ahead of the time, ahead of time, not afterwards, not once we're into production, not once we're in distribution, wondering why can't we recoup on this thing because we spent too much money, you know, filming scenes where stuff was blowing up where it may not have been, it may have been superfluous to the scene and it may mm -hmm. not have necessarily been required as much as I love watching stuff blow up. And my, I must tell you personally, I love seeing stuff blow <laughs> right. up. Right. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> welcome to my world. I love it. You know, but uh, it may not necessarily assist us uh, on an overall basis in telling the story and/or uh, recouping, uh, you know, the the investment, the production investment, and and so on on, on, a, on, a, on a production. Well, would you still have the groups that they have now, like the producers and the director get together nowadays almost weekly to talk about where they are and what's happening? And, and as a group, they come up with new ideas. It's sort of like a mastermind group that works on the film. Will you still have of that? Course. Of course. Of course. Yes, we do. It's, yeah. it's still a collaboration, and it's very much a collaboration. What we just simply try to do is that from the onset – Many ways, even before we get to that phase where we've got a you know a, a project which has already been uh, completed, it's already in, in the terms it's already been the script is is ready, it's being packaged, and the question is how do we identify ways to optimize that? How do we identify ways to improve and enhance that? And so I think that whole Moneyball uh, you know sort of data science angle. Is, is meant to be helpful, not uh, not harmful, and it, and it really is. And it it what we're finding is that that does improve the chances of success significantly, uh, empirically, over and over and over again. So why, if it's available, why wouldn't you use it? It's it exactly. just helps for us to de it de-risks. From my perspective, and certainly when we go to the, the financing phase, oh my goodness, if I'm a financier, I'd want to know almost as an insurance policy that somebody has taken the time and the rigor to have something broken down professionally, to have it go through the various uh, data analytics engines, to create some, some areas where I could say, hey, I see here where if we swap out this star for another, if we change this you know, approach to the, to the script, we can actually improve our chances of success. Why wouldn't I do that? It just makes sense. So it's really all about doing your homework and providing a bit of an independent, uh, objective third-party uh, data-based, uh, you know, kind of approach to help improve our, our chances of success. And I think that money men would love it because usually the investor takes it to his CPA or his controller. Mm -hmm. 
and says, what do you think? And they're the, we call them the no man. He's always saying no. But because accountants love numbers and statistics, then mm-hmm. I think they would really find your system and your, the way you're presenting your information to be more um, secure, more financially mm-hmm. viable. So, mm-hmm. yes, I can see you would get financed faster. Well, it, 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 it helps them feel more confident about backing a project because it, it, it doesn't necessarily change anything. What it does, it points out the strengths and weaknesses and maybe some of the opportunities for, the, for them to think about. And what it does through providing transparency of the creative work and the packaging of that it allows them to feel more comfortable that they've done everything they should have done and know everything going into a project that they should know to be able to better support it. So that's already empowering that transparency and the, and the rigor of using this, uh, as we call it, money ball approach. I think it's fantastic. I, I, you know, in the old days, it didn't necessarily exist. There were some companies who were professional readers that were it, that was helpful. It was expensive, mind you, but it was helpful. Uh, I'm not sure that all the studios at that time really all bought into that approach, but I think now it's this is undeniable the value of these types of, uh, of, of value propositions that the that the big data analytics uh, engines provide. So I, look, I'm a, I've got to be in favor of it. It's uh, it's at the end of the day, it's it's what you do with that information, and so you know we have that much more an informed approach across the board for all the projects that come into Liquid Media. Oh, this is great. Well, um, I know that Liquid Media has recently partnered with several companies, and also have uh, some letters of intent to acquire others. So, could you tell us about these and explain what? benefits they bring sure certainly you know we as a as a company we've really started to recalibrate our business uh only in about march of this year and so what we did was uh, went off and and we were uh, fortunate to be able to raise some some funding for for our own company in the market and back in march and so with that uh, what we decided to do the best use of our investors uh, funding was to uh, focus on not building from scratch our company, but to taking uh, some companies that we were able to identify as uh, best in class that were that fell within one of the four uh, silos, if you like, of our four-stage business engine, and to uh, entertain conversations with them, uh, either to be partners, and we've done some partnerships, which we've announced, uh, or to uh, to discuss acquiring those businesses uh, on an accretive basis to be able to support, um, as opposed to to building, we're buying those companies, uh, and then of course consolidating their operations and their management teams and their financials into our own. So it's beneficial to Liquid, uh, but it is very beneficial in in that we're able to access. Uh, the companies and their their own IP, their their talent, um, and their uh, their their own client base, and uh, and that's what we've done through this through this basis. We've so far announced four acquisition uh, LOIs, letter of intents. Uh, the first is with a company based in Seattle called Indieflix. 
that uh, falls within sort of the fourth stage, the monetization engine that we have. And that is a, uh, a, a very exciting, what I call edutainment business, uh, run by a phenomenal team of uh, professional women uh, who are uh, filmmakers and are uh, very, very experienced in, in independent film focused on social impact uh, subject matter. And with that, they've uh, gone out and they have uh, initially, they had focused on a distribution basis on amassing a library and then making that available uh, through their own subscription video on demand platform. But eventually over time that has evolved into becoming focused on social, social impact films and also extending their uh, addressable target markets to school boards, to government, to military and to corporations, and you know they have large clients and they have many many clients. So they sell on a gone from going from what was on a business to consumer basis through their own SVOD platform to now dealing on a business to business basis uh, directly with customers and 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 government and so on to to really provide a uh, a very exciting uh, engine to give any projects that come through their, their library uh, better chances of, uh, of financial success, uh, in many ways more uh, visibility uh, to more different types of customers. And so for us, it's quite exciting because it's really about edutainment and it's about using this edutainment company to better monetize and all of their distribution platforms and all of their, their uh, monetization um, uh, opportunities to help better monetize on behalf of our customers their their content. So that was very supportive of of that uh, part of our uh, of our four stage business engine. We then announced a an LOI with Filmocracy and its uh, sister company iGems, uh, both based in Los Angeles. Filmocracy being, if you like, a kind of a uh, film festival. Uh, in a box, if you like, in, in the sense that they uh, have a, a business solution on a B2B basis for companies who are uh, who want to festivalize their content. Uh, it's a phenomenal company with very bright people uh, and some great technology, and they've got some great clients where they uh, help uh, create these uh, very focused um, business-to-business festivals, whether it's for film or whether it's for other subject matters, they're very good at it. Uh, and so once again, that empowers our fourth stage of our four-stage business engine of monetizing. And so once again, we're able, able to provide super returns and super uh, assistance to our clients to better monetize their stuff. Uh, in addition to obviously conventional distribution through distributors and and uh, sales agents and 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 so on uh, and streamers and and everything else so uh, and then recently we've announced our fourth acquisition uh, LOI with a company called Digital Cinema United uh, which is a global company it's a uh, more mature company than the other ones that were that we've currently announced uh, and they really focus on uh, supply chain automation uh, digital delivery of uh, of DCPs of of films um, and series to cinemas uh, to streamers 
and all of the localization services and uh, and other, uh, if you like, post-post uh, technical services, uh, quality control, etc. Et um, and then the feedback loop of all the data, performance, uh, theatrically, to be able to empower once again distribution. Um, methodology and, and people's distribution plans so that they can sit there and say, okay, we're able to deliver in the cloud digitally to cinemas globally our content and to be able to map and then, if you like, uh, audit uh, it, their, their play out. That is a very, very important uh, thing for us to be able to do. And also what it does for liquid media, we've that sits firmly in the third uh, part of our four-stage business engine where it's all about delivery and, and automation and supply chain um, and providing, if you like, it's not just technical services, but it's more of a, uh, of a, of a robust, reliable mechanism to ensure that content uh, is delivered and is able to be monetized uh, on an ongoing basis. And that's something which means a lot. Company, uh, these are companies that make money. These are companies that have customer customer base, which is exciting. And uh, that will help us uh, as a business, as Liquid Media, provide uh, our own uh, financial uh, uh, sort of optics so that we go from being you know, a company that has very modest revenues to being a company that is able to consolidate the, the companies that we're acquiring and report those into our own financial uh, position uh, as we go forward. So that's, I think that's quite helpful. And of course, the management team from each of these businesses that we're acquiring is uh, is very competent, and we're. That, I think that's as as much as we're uh, in the process of acquiring technologies, operations, and client bases. We're also uh, acquiring a team, a team of talent that is uh, that is super duper and helps us support the growth of the business. This is really interesting. I'd like to know more about this. So let's start with the Seattle company, the Indie Flicks. Uh, you say it's some women, professional women filmmakers, and they, they were focused on social impact films. Uh, so what were they creating these films? Were they producing them and then distributing them? Do you know, I, I think the, the, uh, the early stages of the company, they were essentially acquiring these, these films or they were simply signing on as distribution uh, libraries and they would uh, distribute these films and take a, you know, a, a commensurate commission uh, for, for doing that, a revenue share. And I think that was a, a – it became – uh, a good business for them, but I think you know they were not actually producing them, and uh, they would instead you know act as sort of the go-betweens, and, and that was, albeit uh, compelling, and they started to hone their craft and hone their business model. I think the fact that through Liquid Media we're able to finance now the uh, production of some of these films that they're able to go off to to distribute themselves, it improves their own uh, financial economics. So that as opposed to generating a, a commission, they're able to generate 
you know, uh, very significant returns because they collect 100% of the revenues as opposed to a more modest amount. So it's, it's great for, for them and it's great for, for, for Liquid Media because we, you know, we acquire that expertise. Uh, they have a very large library of thousands and thousands of films. Uh, wow. You know, large customer base and uh, incredible expertise at licensing, at producing, and and as importantly, at monetizing all that content. So, you know, these the, this this group of, of very bright and experienced women are are just uh, just amazing, just amazing. We're so impressed with them. And I've I had heard about them in the past, and I've been tracking them for a while, and we've had uh, an amazing experience dealing with them. And so we're we're very very proud to have got to the point that we have. It's been a lot of work and a lot of discussion, and you can imagine how committed they are to, to their own success. And it's uh, it's just nice to be uh, bringing them into our group um, as we uh, work towards completing our our definitive agreement with them in the in the coming uh, period of time. Very short term, actually. We're trying to be to be very uh, uh, you know quick about about closing this thing now, but. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great one, and it's uh, you know they have such uh, expertise in working with this social impact area. They're so connected with key people in the industry, big celebrities as well, by the way, uh, that they have an amazing ability to identify uh, key areas uh, of or topics which are interesting, whether it's you know the the issue of uh, gender gender equality, or whether it's the issue of of uh, you know sexual harassment in the workplace, or whether it's the issue of race, or you know these are top you know me- uh, mental illness. Uh, mm-hmm. These are all key things that we have to deal with every day in society. And so whether you're a corporation, or whether you're uh, you know a, a school board or a government or or mil- the military for that matter. These are things that are important to you and to your constituents, and having a, a, a reliable company to help you know, provide that programming, whether it's to your employees or to your other members, uh, it's very, very important. And so there's, they've created a wonderful level of trust with their, with their clients, and mm-hmm. so um, it's as and also as a business, it's great because as you know, they're able to to essentially go out to their client base to um, to captivate them with some of their stories and to to be able to you know provide them the ability to go direct to their own uh, whether it's employees or what have you with you know with whether it's a single film or a series of films um, which are, are are important to communicating a message and so. Um, I mean, it, having that kind of experience in-house for us is just, it's just, uh, you know, it's so important. It's just so important. And uh, social uh, justice films are really hot right now, Ron. This is what people love to see, it's, and especially those that tell you, here's the problem and here's the solution, and this is what we want you to do, and uh, you can make a difference. People love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, that, you know, at some point in time, you, you know, it's nice to see that you can specialize as opposed to just being sort of vanilla across all areas. And I think, you know, there was there was a period in, in their history, as there was in, in our own, where it was uh, useful to have a broad array 
of, of topics covered, I think the the fact that they focus now on, on social social impact is a was a smart idea. They could see the you know the writing was on the wall. They could see that that's where all the you know the traction was uh, was was coming from, and so they decided to focus. And it's uh, it's great because it for us is it also means that we have an ability to identify uh, key areas and key topics, uh, and also. Uh, ones where we can ensure recruitment, uh, where we can uh, go in with a measured approach to what our production costs are, uh, where we mm-hmm. can maximize uh, returns for the for for them for for IndieFlix and for um, for ourselves in terms of saying we know it costs X to produce something. We already know who the customers are. We already have an idea for for our own licensing potential and when you know when can we break even and when when can we generate some profitability here with this particular uh, topic with this particular uh, series of films or film, and when can we do it again and again and again so that we make it a business? Because I think you know there's that whole thing where. You know, there's show art, and we're we're creating this wonderful <laughs> intellectual property, and that's something that we all are so passionate about doing. And I'm that, that is my life is is creating, you know, uh, video you know video art in form of film and television, which which is uh, has great artistic merit, and people find uh, entertaining and, and informative. But I think the and inspiring. But I think being able to do it as a business is really where it turns into show business, and you can you can cover your costs, and you can you know become break even, and then actually generate profitability. That's something where you can do it again and again. Is is what gets uh, that is what pushes my buttons because it it causes us to have uh, our own level of confidence that this is something that it's scalable, and so we're running a business here. And so, and it's really about standing behind our clients and causing them to be successful so that they can go off and, and generate returns. You know, look, the, the industry has, has been evolving. Uh, with the streaming movement, it's become, uh, for many uh, pr- production companies, more difficult, more challenging to generate uh, the kind of profitability that they, they once had when they were developing their own library. You know, because many times the streaming companies want to own worldwide rights and in in perpetuity, uh, for, right? For and that can become, uh, albeit, uh, production companies generate a return on on delivering their their final production. It can be demotivating, frankly, when they realize that somebody else is generating all the success and 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 monetization from their properties. And so, I think part of our approach at Liquid is to try to to win some of that back for independence, to say, hey, look, you know what? We've found a way and an infrastructure, uh, an ecosystem for you to take back, or at least partially take back, some of what once of what there once was in terms of your ability to recoup and generate super returns, and it becomes a business again, a real business, not essentially acting as, if you like, uh, employees for the streamers, but more for you to have that long-term uh, residual value and, and, and uh, profitability from content that you can, you can create, you can uh, own and monetize and, and, uh, and, and, and make it a real business. And so that's what we're uh, attempting to accomplish at scale for, for our clients. That's brilliant because it is a sad shame 
for but you know I work a lot with the documentary filmmakers, and when they sell their film and it's all rights in perpetuity, that's it. So what they get usually is their salary, period. Mm-hmm. And if exactly. the salary is not that much to carry them over another six or twelve months that it takes to get the startup for the second film, it's really hard on documentary filmmakers, and I think they're one of our greatest assets in the film industry. That's right. That's right. So we I, we totally agree. We totally agree. And and frankly, I've been uh, you know for many years now I've been helping. Uh, those types of, of filmmakers uh, complete the financing, help them deliver, help them, uh, you know, generate that recruitment that they need. You know, it, it's it's hard work, and uh, it's done on a one-off basis typically. And so, uh, one of the things that I've constantly heard people lament, and this is, you know, in many cases, not just documentary filmmakers, but major filmmakers uh, who have uh, a certain level of of acclaim and notoriety um and television producers where you know they're they're they complain to me about you know getting to this point and how frustrating it is my goodness it's frustrating and you know we just haven't closed down our financing plan yet and we've got you know this is we've just fallen out with this you know this one source of financing that we had and and uh you know there's all these sort of elements that that they're unable to to I don't say to control but to have more influence with, and so our solution is to try to to give them back more control, more abilities to monetize, more abilities to do this at scale. You know, and to, as an, as independents, that's one of the great opportunities that they are independent. But one of the great problems is. They're independent, and so they're in many ways on their own. And so it's to give them this helping hand, this sort of, as I see, e- ecosystem is the word that I use, uh, to provide them with that overall support, uh, not just sort of backroom or, or, you know, it's not just backroom. This is stuff which we sit shoulder to shoulder with filmmakers and, and, and with television producers and help them get, you know, generate the, what, they, what they want to accomplish as, as, as business people as much as they do as, as content and, and uh, art creators. And so it's, it's always both. It's always a little bit of both where we have to ride, we have to be sensitive to their, uh, their creative process and let them create better. But it's also to help them be better business people by providing yes. more of the prongs of the value chain for them um, to, to be able to, because that's part of the issue. Otherwise, it's them, uh, each one of these, and you just have to hope that they have a great business affairs person, they have a great financing person, they have a great legal person, they've got, and they, they more often than not don't. And so that's for right. our, for us, you know, we are able to be that sort of, to virtualize, to help them virtualize their business a bit, because we have so many of these these core elements of the value chain already incorporated into our solution, and so that's that is uh, I think it's vital today. It's vital today, especially when you've got so much dominance from the major streaming companies. And um, you know the question remains: so if that that being the case, what about the independents? How do they survive? And so this gives them that ability to 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 do that. Uh, better and more in, on a repeatable basis, uh, and do it globally. And it's, you know, ours is a publicly traded company. 
we have uh, visibility, we have uh, access to capital, we have access to people, and so we can help them do this more repeatedly uh, in more places, uh, in more languages. Um, also because of our own approach, you know, our own very global approach. I mean, I, it's funny because I just came back from being in Italy for the past few weeks, sitting in our office there, and many of the days where, where I was uh, hoping to go and, and sit and, and, and drink Chianti and, and eat pasta, I was actually in meetings talking with filmmakers and, and television producers in Rome or in, in, in Vienna or in Paris where, who are challenged by the current situation. And albeit there's this you know, incredibly exciting uh, pickup in demand for producing new content to feed the streamers, there's an enormous amount of alarm as to, gosh, how do we ensure that we're just simply not going to be employees for them and that we can actually, you know, control or hold more of the, whether it's distribution revenues or, you know, areas of, 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 uh, of recruitment ourselves. And so that's, it's uh, unnerving. Um, yes. So this is, they need support. They need support, and that's what we're here to provide. Well, in fact, you would be doing what the streamers are doing because they, I understand they have a chart and it's how many boxes does your film fit. If it fits enough boxes, we'll buy it. And if not, we won't. So they're working Mm -hmm. with their analytics and the filmmakers, independent filmmakers, don't have access to that type of information, but you do. So Mm -hmm. you would be allowing them the same benefits uh, the same knowledge that they would get through a purchase with, uh, let's say, Netflix or Amazon, it, it, but they still can keep some of the back end so that they do have residuals. That's what they're having to give up. That's correct. That's correct. And, and also because we are, you know, we're sort of a third-party objective and independent, we're able to also ensure that it's not just that particular streamer, but there's an array of different options for them and outlets. And we're aware we have independent intelligence, which uh, they can draw from to, to make more informed decisions as to whom they may, they may deal with. And so uh, that, that's really empowering. That's really empowering if you're a filmmaker or, or, or television producer to know that you have an objective third party giving you this objective you know, validation as opposed to being reliant on one streamer's data and their their own data analytics. And so that's a part of what we're providing as well. That makes a lot of sense, and that will really benefit the independent. So tell us what Liquid Media sees for the future of film and what is your company's long-term goal? Gosh, we have uh, we see a lot. We see that in the short term, there's a massive, uh, first of all, backlog of production uh, happening right now. That uh, is, it's it's a global uh, production business right now, and you see that because of the streaming demand, is there's so much production happening right now. Uh, we see that continuing, and we see the the people who are going to suffer at the end of the day are those who can't keep up, and so. You know, our solution is to try to help them keep up, and it's to try to help them be able to address that. Um, You know, we see our business as being explosive. We see the opportunities to scale our business uh, internationally as being huge. 
we see our ability to participate in larger projects as well, even with the studios who are, you know, while they've got out of, of a lot of the sort of more independent type production and have focused on their tentpole uh, productions, you know, who's attending to this, to the independent stuff or to the smaller productions, that's an area where we can certainly play a role. So we see our business opportunity as being huge. And I think, and I think in our strategy of, of buy or build, where we're, we're buying these companies as opposed to building from scratch, is I think the, it is a, uh, it's certainly a more aggressive approach. Uh, and it enables us to do things quicker. Um, and it, it enables us to de-risk our, our own approach as opposed to having to start and wait, wait around. I mean, we're, as I said, we're a public company. Our investors don't give us a lot of, they don't have a lot of patience for, to wait around for us to be successful. We, that's why we need to, to deliver our solution rather quickly. And so, um, I think we are doing the things that we need to do to make that happen. Uh, of course, I would always like things to happen faster. I mean, I like very quick results. I'm, I'm a results-oriented uh, professional. This is sort of this is my team and our, our approach. Of course, everything takes longer than you think it should. But I must say, we are relatively quickly uh, putting together our offering, getting it out there, uh, bringing in some of the key companies, and we are now looking at uh, making additional acquisitions in the future uh, that are accretive uh, to us and that uh, fulfill uh, one of the four uh, or one or more of the four key areas of value that we're that we're offering up to our customers. So. You know, we, we see a, a, a very, very exciting uh, 10 years ahead. You know, I, I, anything longer than five to 10 years and you'd need a crystal ball. But I think we, <laughs> we have a very, you know, we have a very, um, uh, if you like, uh, well-engineered business plan. I think we, uh, we understand how to execute. We've done it before. Uh, we, you know, it's all about de-risking. And so I think we're in a good place right now for Liquid Media. Well, now, what requirements do you want from filmmakers when they submit their projects to Liquid Media? Let's start with what stage of development you'd like. Well, you know, I think we are uh, we're business people. Uh, we are uh, who work in the art, the, the artistic industry and in, in, in film film entertainment. Um, we're not development investors. Uh, we understand how important that is but that is, that is not our, our core focus so we like to see projects that are, uh, are are already well developed meaning that they already have a script which has been completed um, they have attachments uh, perhaps they've got you know they've already figured out who the director is going to be they've got uh, producers who are accomplished and have done it before uh, they've got talent attachments maybe not all but some um, you know, they've and they may already have. They'll have a production budget, uh, at least a top sheet, if not a, a fully fully blown out production budget. They'll have uh, identified cost-effective way of maximizing soft monies, whether that's uh, an environment to produce uh, and a production plan that utilizes tax credits or subsidies or rebates, other types of soft monies. Um, that they'll maybe even have some commercial traction. They might might have interest from a streamer or a distributor or a sales agent. Uh, maybe they even have pre-sales. But so answering your question, we are looking for projects that are uh, either fully developed or 
we're already well along in their development, and we're just finding so many. It's a it's a, it's a dearth of opportunities. It's a, uh, there are so many opportunities where there are these projects that are, you know, 80 or 90 percent complete, as I mentioned earlier, but still are not there. And that's an area where I think we can provide great value in completion of the packaging, completion financing, what I call last mile financing, um, completion in terms of of the uh, supply chain and the and the uh, the digital dist- distribution, and then the monetizing of that property. So, I think that's where we can provide the best value. This is not a, you know, we try to be a a, a one sort of a a one stop uh, shop for these for content providers. But I think we can't be everything to everybody. So we kind of have to focus our own energies on things that, where we can be successful and where we can be successful for our clients. And I think that is uh, more developed uh, projects, whether it's a television series or whether it's a film. Um, doesn't really matter. It's about professional video, and that's the area that we focus on. Wonderful. So tell us how filmmakers can reach Liquid Media. Uh, well, uh, many different ways. Probably start by uh, looking at our website at liquidmediagroup.co. That's probably the the, the first step. And uh, we're constantly evolving our website, and uh, we're never very satisfied with it. That's why we're always changing it and improving it. We always want to make it better and simpler and easier to use. And so that's you'll see enhancements uh, as the the weeks and months uh, unfold. Um, there, there's certainly you can sign up for our newsletter on the website and where we're putting out news all the time and uh, people can contact us directly with the information there. Um, we've got uh, telephone numbers and, and email addresses to submit and, and contact us and uh, and we're very active about uh, being available and responsive because that's part of the issue is time is of the essence always. People want to get their stuff done now, not two years from now. So, um, you know, as we have uh, put this formula together and as we've started to uh, bring the companies in, we're now becoming operational as a business. And so now's a good time, now going forward, for people to start submitting their projects to us and, and uh, connecting with us and, and uh, getting to know who we are, what we, what we represent for them. Uh, there's no time like right now. Would that be uh, documentaries uh, as well as features and sure, uh, sure, okay, sure, docs, any kind of features, docs, television series, uh, cinematic video games. Uh, Once again, it's it's about professional video, and um, so yeah, we're we're you know we we want to deal with with people who are serious about getting their stuff done and need need a helping hand. That's that's our business. That's excellent. Oh, we thank you so much, Ron. What a great amount of information, and what a brilliant, forward-thinking company you have. It's fantastic to get to hear all this. Thank you so much, Ron. I hope you come back in six months and give us an update, because I think you should be uh, the newest thing on the block. This is what we all need to hear about, using analytics (laughs) to bring us uh, the money. Oh, uh, Carol, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm, listen, the, the, the nice thing about Liquid Media Group is we've had a chance to sit and look at what was sort of what's, what are the pain points in our industry, what's broken, what are the areas of need, and to really create a bespoke company to deliver that 
to to content creators and also take it from being just content creators to becoming IP creators who build intellectual property to be able to take that intellectual property and to monetize it correctly across the different distribution opportunities and to to give this you know to really help them maximize what what they have and to be able to make it available to more people in more different ways more you know and generate more revenue and and uh, and and profitability hopefully uh, going forward for these companies so it's you know that's we were lucky i think in being able to look at at what the areas of of need were and then to create something that's very specifically engineered to to respond to that yes that's exactly right. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you in the future, Ron. Best of My much. pleasure. Thank you, okay. Carol, and, and thank you to Claire. And, and uh, I'm here whenever you want to talk. I'm happy to, to, to take any questions, and uh, for anyone to contact us, we, uh, you, have, you have our full attention. Thank you. We appreciate that. That's what filmmakers want to hear. All right. Great. Okay, thanks. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone.